1: walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned. There is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word.
0: I was hearing something. Uh, I shared it with y'all before, and I was hearing that last night. Um, and I was, you know, just a word to me. I don't I don't like to give all my words. Sometimes God is minister to me. But I guess I can share it with y'all because he just reminded me of something. He says, um, don't forget that boy at the gate beautiful now because the boy at the gate beautiful the bible says he was lame um, um, from birth and uh, jody will tell you um, uh, that when people spend time in hospital being in the bed for a little while jody them got to teach them how to walk again and take them through baby steps because they got to develop again because they've been not walking for so long well this boy this boy ain't never walked, So that means then for him to develop into a walker, he got to start off. He got to go through the same process that Dawn bought to go through in a little while. And David bought to go through as Delton and Dwayne them baby. They got to stand up and then one foot after the other whatever the case is. But when you read Acts of the Three, something crazy happens. Jesus said, not Jesus, not God, not Jesus, it was Peter. Peter says, and gold have I none. But such as I have, give me hand to thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Peter took him by the hand. And immediately his ankles received strength. And the boy leaping up stood, began jumping and running and praising God lord y'all on the slow bus i just told you that that jody's profession will tell you that if you've been down for a month they gotta teach you how to walk again this joker ain't never walked before but god pressed the fast forward button he lord jesus Someone shall fast forward. Glory to God. I know this ain't the touch your neighbor season, but I wish you could tell somebody I'm about to skip some steps. I'm about to skip some steps. There's some things I'm about to pass over. Glory to God. Galatians 4. Galatians 4. If that one person in this room can hear this this word gonna bring manifestation if that one person fast forward yes sir hallelujah fast forward yes sir this is nctv say skip 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 Skip. all right now galatians 4 verse 1 Uh, Man, someone shout fast forward, Mm. hallelujah! Glory to God! Fast forward, like yo. One more fast forward, like this thing. This thing heavy in my spirit, boy. I I guess acceleration coming. No, because it really wouldn't let me go. I, I, I won't get to this word, but this wouldn't let me go. This wouldn't let me go. king was walking around king saw this lady meeting with another lady and she says okay this is what we can do we can boil my son today and eat my son then when we finish eating then we can boil yours and eat yours the king saw this king lost his mind terrified to see his kingdom come to ruins like this. They were selling down. That's what the text says. They were selling down. Here comes a prophet of God by the name Elisha. And Elisha says to the king, by this time, tomorrow, I wish y'all, mind something some more, y'all need to read your Bible, man. He, he, the, the prophet says, by this time, tomorrow, one of the brethren in the, in, in, in the palace says, this dude out of his mind, people boiling their children, we selling camels down, we going to need a lot of time to come with this pandemic. people to get vaccinated we need more folks to decide decide traveling again we're gonna need more business to come back this this kind of stuff don't happen overnight but the prophet declared by this time tomorrow by this time tomorrow to let this go so bad but there's someone I'm telling you that God is looking at the screen of your life and is about to press a button that's about to push you in fast forward that's about to accelerate what should have taken a long time to happen it's about to happen by this time tomorrow is there anybody here? I, I, I hope you get it I hope you get it. That's the word of the Lord, and there will be a testimony tomorrow. There will be a testimony. I don't feel this kind of anointing on slack. I ain't just trying to excite you. It's coming. Hallelujah. I don't know who was going to be, but can we shout for that one person? Like it's us. Can we just shout for them? turn around it's gonna turn around just like that all right galatians 4 1 through 5 i gotta go quickly i gotta give you this though now i say that the air someone say air air is important that he uses this term air when you see this and the first thing you go to is inheritance this word heir. He didn't say person, he didn't say child, he didn't say man, didn't say son, didn't say girl, he says heir. Heir suggests inheritance. The heir, as long as he is a child, differeth nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all, but is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the father even so we when we were children were in bondage under the elements of the world but when the fullness of time was come god sent forth a son made of a woman made under the lord to redeem them that were under the law that we might receive the adoption of sons someone shout i'm a son hallelujah i gotta do this fast um all right listen let's go here quickly um we've been talking about this uh, toiling and i know some of you probably tired of this but i need to continue to stay here because there are too many of us in the body of christ that have been overcome with toil now we told you toil is long strenuous fatiguing labor long strenuous fatiguing labor say that Is there anyone here that can be honest and say that I have been toiling at some, part, some time in my life? Like be honest, you know what, I've been toiling. I've been, I've been fighting, I've been working, it's been long, it's been strenuous, I've been fatigued trying to get things done. I need you to understand this, that toil is not for us. Toil is not for the believer. Now, this can be tagged on to the teaching I did some time ago about joy, that how we should live in joy. When you're functioning in toil, joy is not functioning in your life because you're constantly burdened, constantly I'm weighed down trying to get things done. Now, I, I want to kind of differentiate, Brent, this morning between the act of toil and the spirit of toil. The act of toil and the spirit of, of toil. And this, this um, conversation between the act and the spirit can be applied to every and anything. There's the act of fear. You do things out of fear. And then there's the spirit of fear. There's this, this act of toil. There's a spirit of toil. There, there is the act of fornication. And then there can also be the spirit of fornication, which looks like, and we know better, like this is a scriptural term, perversion. You See, that it moves from an act to a lifestyle. Now, now, the act is isolated. It's an event that takes place. The spirit is when you do this thing with constancy, such that it begins to take your life over. And then it begins to form, form the lens by which you live. It takes control over you and it seeps into other areas of our lives. Now people that commit acts usually are confident that that's okay, I can stop whenever I want to. It's something like the person that drinks alcohol but they control the alcohol. I would ask how much you all that is, but I can see you in front of people because if I did ask that dead fast, you already lose consciousness and say, Yeah, me. You drink, but you can stop whenever you want to. The problem is, you never want to. So you don't even realize <laughs> that you move from an act to now being controlled by a spirit. It becomes an addiction to you, that it bleeds areas of your life and that's why let me say parenthetically i told him yesterday that's why in our church of god teaching we say leave it alone because it opens doors and before you know it hmm. now now let's 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 kind of walk this through that once you once you continue to commit and act you run the risk of a stronghold being established in your life Someone say stronghold. Now, this is a problem. Whenever we see strongholds erected, because strongholds build habitations for the devil. Praise builds habitation for the presence of God. Strongholds build habitations for the devil. Now, listen to me. The Lord told me this. He says, son, the devil don't build strongholds. We do. He moves in after we build it. If there's a stronghold in your life, you cannot blame the devil. It ain't the devil that do it. It was you that did it. You kept on. You do it and 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 every time you do it, you hand the workers another block. And that stronghold is being built. Now, to understand strongholds, glory be to God, uh, we have some in this country. There's one called Fort Montague, Fort Finn Castle, Fort Charlotte. These are strongholds. Yeah. Um, these, these, These are where the soldiers would gather in time of war. Watch this, it's crazy that strongholds were always built in a way that they could look out, they could see what's coming see, um, the persons in the strongholds could see the enemy before they reach. But when the enemy takes the stronghold, when the enemy takes the stronghold, what was intended to keep the enemy out is what ushers him in. Think about it, man. If an enemy takes a stronghold, he can signal to his partners to say the way is clear. That's why the Bible then comes around in, in, in Matthew chapter 12 and he says that when a demon finds the house clean, he signals to eight to seven other demons and say, come, the coast is clear. Are we all right? Can we walk this thing now? I know we like shouting, but it says sense we're shouting and we still don't have victory. Sin does not put the believer in hell. Sin puts hell in the believer. <laughs> yeah, you save, you signed by for the Holy Ghost, and you sin it keep on sinning. When you keep on sinning, that stronghold is building, is building, is building, and now hell has access to you. Because we're so deep with this wonderful, and and, and I this the, the message of grace is the message of the scripture. We understand that, but we gotta understand that if you continue in sin. You are creating a habitation, a space that the devil can occupy in your life. And that space, again, like I said, is called a stronghold. I ain't going to ask you to raise hands, but there are a lot of strongholds. I see all kinds of thoughts in this room. And one of the worst things is when you're in denial about your stronghold. When you're telling yourself, I have this under control. Hmm. So then, um, we have this wonderful scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4, powerful scripture. He says this, but the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to do what? They are mighty through God to the, one more time, let's read it again. For the weapons of our warfare, go ahead. Robin, when I was putting this thing together, I was asking God. I said, "All right, if the stronghold is a place that the enemy occupies, why are we pulling it down? Hold on. He says, you gotta understand the operations of the devil, that he will do his damage and then go back in his stronghold to hide. Hold on now. So this is why (laughs) that thing that's going on in your life, that challenge that you have, it's not happening every single day. That's why you're so comfortable. It shows up every once in a while, it shows up every once in a while, and the devil then goes back to his place of hiding. And I talked to you this some time ago that the devil got a lot of patience. Some of you have been shouting about the deliverance of something that, that you induced since 2018, and before you know it, last month you find yourself back in it again. And didn't realize that what the devil did was that he just got comfortable in his stronghold. And waited for the right time to resurface. I know I ain't the only one who thought I was over it. Is there anybody else that thought you were over it? Thank you, ma'am. You thought you were over it, but over a little bit of time, he then came up that stronghold. That's it, because you gave him habitation. He lived here. He ain't got a rush. That's why it said in, in, in Matthew 12, 40 something. he says, he says, uh, I will now return to my house. I don't rush in my house. It's my house. Folks come over all the time to, to come by us on Sunday, whatever the case is. And they come, um, you coming out now? No. I live here. The people are there waiting. Coming to America, let them wait. <laughs> 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 this is my house. And that's where the devil is. He does not no rush. He does not no panic. There's a flare up here. You go to church and they throw oil on you. And you shout, you delivered. So he sits down quiet for a little while. And he plays along with you. So you ought to play in the game that I'm delivered. he just chilling out in this in his in this little place that you built for him because after all you built it and some of you you expanded in the stronghold for him because you ain't stopped yet I need you to understand this scenario now don't miss this I'm, I'm the, the building blocks that establish the stronghold these are those things that you do while you still safe I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not talking to unbelievers right now. I'm talking to the sanctified, holy ghost-filled believers. Yes, yes. They got the power of God and got a prayer life, but got... Right. So so that anointed, but got a thing. Yes. And because you have not lost your anointing, you thought your thing was okay. you can have a thing and be anointed. And that's where we get fooled because the thing, we're still operating in our anointing, so we feel the thing is okay. But don't realize that the more you engage in the thing, the stronghold is getting bigger and the devil is checking to make sure his place is right. Sorry, right out of window right there. While you're building, he just waiting to move it. Not supposed to be talking about toil, but I feel it's going to go down this road. Yeah, so Understanding the act and the spirit thereof. Yeah. When you build this house, the devil then moves in. Glory to God. He says, um, so the devil has this place. He said to me, he said, the devil has this place that he can hide out, come in when he wants and leave when he wants because he, he owns the house. And that's why he says, that's why I said, tear it down. I said, well, God, why tear it down? I forget where it was. Why tear it down? Why not just chase the devil out and let the Holy Ghost move in? He says, the Holy Ghost don't live in segments of the house. The Holy Ghost don't want a stronghold. The Holy Ghost wants the whole house. He says, I don't want to create a scenario where you compartmentalize the Holy Ghost. So pull that whole stronghold down, call the tractor and the dump truck, tear that thing down, get that about it there, because when the Holy Ghost comes in, he does not want a department in your house. He doesn't want a room in your house. He wants the entire house. Because many of us got the Holy Ghost in a stronghold. Preserve. Ha! The Holy Ghost got a segment of your house. Uh, wow. Wow. And he does not want to be confined. He wants the whole house. We got room for the Holy Ghost. And so when the time is right, we open the door. Okay, Holy Ghost, you come on now. Come on, come on. It's Sunday. Come on. Alright, prayer call over. Come on, Holy Ghost, get back in here. Put him back in his hole. And that's why he say tear the thing down. I, I don't do that. I don't, I don't do that. I, I got to dominate the whole thing. All I know is domination.
1: Thank you for tuning in to the Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Rule of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium located Mini Street just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com thelifeexperience life experience or Instagram hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.